Hi, my name's Rob and I'm the host of Real Friends, a podcast dedicated to sharing the real stories of real friends with the belief that each one of us wants to be fully known and fully loved. This week, we switch things up a bit and talk about one of my favorite passions, running. And we discuss it with one of my favorite running groups, Big River Training Team's 9-Minute Pace Group. Are all runners created equal? Obviously not. And if you've never run before, how do you know whether running is the right sport, hobby, or passion for you? Listen to members of the 9-Minute Pace Group as they openly and honestly share their running stories. Equally as important, listen to their personal reflections regarding the community and friendships they've developed through running, and the joy you hear in today's podcast. It's real, it's authentic, and it's infectious. Is running right for you? And is a running community like Big River Training Team right for you? Listen to my friends and discover for yourself. Thank you for listening. This is Real Friends. So first of all, I'm going to thank everybody for getting together and doing this. Um, I'm here today with some of my favorite runners from the Nine-ish Pace Group, right? Uh, Joanna, Charles, Amanda, Scott, Cammie, and Matt. And uh, first of all, what's the name of the, the place that we're at right now? Espresso Yourself. Espresso, Espresso Yourself, Yourself Coffee Shop. And the next door has a sister sandwich shop. It's uh, two sisters that own both of them. Uh, and they're allowing us to use their facility for free, so shout out to them. Um, so the way I thought we could first start things out is give me like a 60-second bio on yourself. Name. Um, age, where you work, and something that you're passionate about other than running, because the rest of the stuff we talk about is going to be running related. So, um, and I like it. We're set up uh, girl guy, girl guy, girl guy, so it should be real easy. Joanna, why don't we start first? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm Joanna Duncan. I'm 47. We'll be 48 soon. I'm an RN at a surgery center. I uh, work in an operating room. Um, Aside from running, I am very passionate about my family. I currently have two daughters that live with me, two adults, but we are uh, just a nice little tight-knit group, and we help each other out, and I feel really blessed to have both of them in my life. Charles? I'm Charles Sutton, 57. Um, I work for a a document management company. Um, Passionate about family as well. But also, big soccer fan. Huh? Go Man U. <laughs> <laughs> so you're excited about the new stadium that's going to be Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For, so hopefully we'll have tickets for it. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see. Awesome. But Amanda? yes, definitely excited. Okay. I am Amanda Bridwell. I am 44 for a few more weeks. Um, I work for Regions Bank as a financial relationship consultant. I'm passionate about, number one, with my job, I'm passionate about helping families who have lost somebody and um, children just starting to learn finance. Besides that, I'm passionate about my family. I'm not a nine-ish long runner, but these are my people, and they, we <laughs> cheer each other on always. We do. Amen. Scott. Hey, I'm Scott Basso. I'm 36 years old. I work over at Wash U, and hilariously enough, I just got promoted this Tuesday. Um, And as for big interests, I do a lot of judo and martial arts. I've been doing it for, you know, not too terribly long, just going on 26 years now. So on a good day, I know two things, maybe three things. Um, Hi, I'm Cammie Hudson. I'm 40 years old, and I currently work in accounts receivable at the Boeing Company. Um, and I guess I'm passionate about, I love to read and I love food. So one of my happy places is just playing in the kitchen and making up recipe experiments and with a healthy twist. I always try to like get that nutrition in there. Yeah, you have Brussels sprouts. I ugh. <laughs> Don't talk about my love. I mean, I'll have to go buy some on the way home and cook them for dinner if you, you know, plant it's that okay, in my I head. Share it. <laughs> I'm Matt Bridwell. I'm 48 years old. Um, guess I'm passionate about family as well, and uh, passionate about encouraging other people to be better themselves, I guess, in whatever they do. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so let's talk about running. How did you get into running? Have you been a runner since birth? Uh, did you run as a child, high school, college? And what was the draw or attraction? Was it general health, the social aspect, boredom? Um, or was there some major turning point in your life that pushed you towards running? 
So I've only been a runner since 2009, and I can tell you exactly why. Um, I quit smoking Christmas Eve of 2008 was my last cigarette, and I'd been a long time on and off smoker, and I knew that I needed to do something that was going to be healthy and substitute that so I didn't gain weight again from trying to quit smoking. So I started off just walking um, on a treadmill. I was very unfamiliar with running, really had never been a runner, but had been athletic earlier in my days before I decided to take on kind of a bit of a different lifestyle. Smoking kids' time was really tough when they were little. So as they got older, I started uh, just kind of walking. I decided to quit smoking. Um, I started walking on the treadmill and I got quickly bored. So I started to just see what my body could do. And it was pretty slow and pretty sad at first, but I feel like anybody can start and become any kind of runner that you want just by starting with the mentality of saying, I'm going to try. So I started off with just can I run a quarter mile without stopping? And that turned into working up to a 5K. My first goal was I, I want to run a 5K without stopping. Didn't matter what time, I just wanted to do it without stopping. And I couldn't. I ran the Coleman 5K downtown and I got to that last hill and it was probably two tenths of a mile before the end and it was, it was hard and I couldn't do it. Once I eventually did hit that goal and then it was trying to pull back my time to a 30-minute 5K, and then through friendships that I had met through the running community, which is such a tight-knit community, if you can't tell that already, I expanded and started doing 10K and then half marathon, and then one crazy day we decided, let's run a marathon. So now I do mostly distance, half and full marathons, and it's the, the people that I have met through this journey has not only led me to some great friendships, but it's also led me to where I'm living right now, like Robert said, this coffee shop and sandwich shop is right in my neighborhood over here in Southampton of, of uh, South St. Louis. And because I started running with a group out here and I got to know the area, that's how it led me to buying a house out here. And it truly did change my life. So you can go from any activity level to wherever you want to go just by putting your mind to it. Mm -hmm. Charles, how about you? Um, my running journey has a few pieces to it. Initially, when I was a kid, my dad started running and really got into, we're talking like early 70s through early 80s. So like the Bill Rogers days, Frank Shorter days, uh, Greta Waits, if you guys know who, who, who that is. Um, so um, I kind of ran with my dad. Um, you know, he, he was, I'd say he was a recreational runner. He never raced, never did any races, but really just ran to be fit. Um, transitioned to soccer, played soccer through um, high school and uh, early college. And then it, and then just off and on ran, you know, just, oh, let's do a 5K. Oh, let's, let's run this weekend. Um, you know, nothing planned, not, nothing um, um ongoing um kind of stopped running for several years uh started a family had kids uh, as i approached 40 had a bucket list to run a marathon uh, by the time i was 40. Um, so just on my own you know not any real support from other runners or groups just started running to to run a marathon so this um 2003 and four, I think, um, St. Louis Marathon, which morphed into the Go Marathon. Um, ran that a couple years in a row. I just ran just to finish. Um, my only goal was to finish, so it was more of like a run walk, but just did it to finish. Um, did that, and then running came to a halt again. Kids got older, school activities. Um, I did nothing really physical or exercise for about a decade-ish. Uh, gained a lot of weight and uh, kind of about to kind of decided it's time to start changing some things and at that time my daughter had a major um, health event and um, as she progressed through that um, it's kind of my impetus is like I really need to get in shape. I, gained like 100 pounds 
um, over the course of that decade. So initially, getting back was just was was health uh, to lose the weight, get healthier. Um, history of uh, on my parents and grandparents um, don't live very long. So, like, passed away in their 60s, mid-60s. So I decided I needed to try to do what I could to change that. So started running. Um, as Taylor came through, my daughter Taylor came through her, um, her health issue, we decided that um, we were going to run a half marathon at about the one year anniversary of the end, she had cancer. So at the end of her chemotherapy, um, which was the um, rock and roll half marathon here in St. Louis in 2017. So uh, we, we kind of trained together for that, uh, ran that, finished it. And since then, um, just, I just fell in love with, with running, fell in love with the running community and, and just progressing onward from there. Good, thank you. Um, Amanda. Um, I started running about nine, ten years ago. I was going through a separation and divorce from my ex-husband here in St. Louis. He was also a prescription drug addict, which led to several other issues. Um, I found an outlet in running and along the way um, I met a couple of people from the running community um, so my first goal was just to do a 5k I finished my first 5k and then through that um, the people that I met along the way um, Michelle from the 830s I knew her and she was like you should come join Big River come train for a half marathon you've done your first 5k and I'm like sure why not and so that's how I ended up uh, here with the Big River running community was just through encouragement and, you know, met a lot of great friends, made a lot of great friends along the way. Awesome. Scott, how about you? Well, mine was a pretty straight arrow, to be honest. And growing up, I was always out of shape. I never really did too terribly much. Right about 23, 24, I decided I'm tired of this, so I'm going to get in shape. So I pushed really hard over the next year and went from about 205 to 140 pounds and since put a fair bit of it back on, but in a good way. And then I just started thinking to myself, I used to be terrible at distance. I'm going to try and do a mile very, very similar to what Joanna did. I'm going to do a little bit. I can do a third at a time. And then I was done. And then each week I did a little more, a little more, a little more. I finally broke the one mile, then a buddy of mine I do martial arts with said he was going to do the uh, Warrior Dash 5K. So I'm like, that sounds like fun. I'll do it. And then I just did casual runs here and there with a couple friends. We started doing longer distance ones and I just sort of aimlessly went from one to the next and, and they invited me to join everybody for the Big River group and, send, and then one, one week I ended up, I was training for a half. But the uh, group that was uh, I usually do was only doing like six miles that week. And I'm like, I need more than that. So I went with a faster group and they were doing 16. And since then I sort of jumped in crazy and decided I'm going to do full marathon training all the time. And it worked out really well because I've done two, uh, two marathons within two minutes of each other and just really enjoying hanging out with everybody. I'm, not signed up or anything right now, but I'm just doing it because darn it, I want to. Yeah. Do it for the brunch after. <clears throat> yes. Sixty <laughs> yeah. percent of the reason I run is ice cream. <laughs> or pancakes. No, my yeah, pancakes. Are, that's mine. You can't have that. That's mine. Girl, I think when they make you write something interesting <laughs> about yourself, I write, I am on a mission to try every pancake in St. Louis. That's right. And why that's why we're think? the same person. Yes, and that is why we're going to Sweet Pot <laughs> Spot because I'm like, that is a breakfast place I have that's not right. been to yet. That is right. I think it's funny that Scott brought up the Warrior Dash because that's actually how my whole running journey started. Mm -hmm. I had uh, never run a mile in my life. I was almost 30 years old and one of my friends at work kept kind of like joking with me. He's like, you need to sign up for this. You need to sign up for this. You need. So I was like, fine, I'll sign up for it. And then I realized, oh my gosh, what have I done? I'm like, I've never <laughs> run a mile in my life. I just signed up for a 5k with obstacles. 
this could be bad. This could be really bad. So, unfortunately, I had friends that were already runners, and my friend Jenny, she's like, okay, I'll help you through this. this. Right. So, it kind of like everybody else. Like, it started out just, you know, a little bit of time built on it, did the the Warrior Dash 5K, survived, had fun. Um, So, kind of got the bug. Started joining my friends on a more regular basis, building up my distance and things like that. And then I had another coworker who had signed up for a half marathon. Like two weeks before she was supposed to run it, she had to go out of town for her daughter's college like weekend or something like that. She's like, hey, do you want my entry? And I'm like, no pressure. I'm not even running under my name. <laughs> well, I hadn't trained for it. I don't think I'd ever run more than like eight miles. So I was like, it's free. <laughs> So I ran my first half marathon, and and you PR'd. Well, yeah, it was. It was. I did. I PR'd. Um, and then I was like, okay, you know, like this is fun. And I just since then, it's I've stuck with running because it's it's the people and the experiences, and it's the first time I've ever felt like I found my people and that I had a community. Um, it's the most support because I moved to this city and um, it's kind of by myself and didn't have a lot of like friendships and things. And running has just a uh, really brought a lot to my world so that's the reasons that I stick to it and the pancakes really I, I pretend I like you people but really yeah. it's, like it's all about the priorities yes. yes yes it's all about priorities. pancakes yeah let's see I got into running because of my wife <laughs> so I was a swimmer growing up and enjoyed that and then uh, was always you know worked out in gyms and stuff and then uh, when I started dating Amanda I went and watched her do her first half marathon, which was the cowbell. And uh, when she finished, she goes, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, I'd try it. So I joined Big River. And, you know, I was in a pacer at the time, obviously. I didn't know what pace group I'd be in, so I started kind of at the back of the pack. And every weekend it was like, well, you stepping on the backs of these people. So I'd move up to the next group and then landed in the nine group. And that's when the nine group was, like, really huge. And got asked to be a pacer so it was a pace there was three of us being pacers it was me Shantae and Kelly at the time. and then uh, as the years went on you know the group would get it started getting a little smaller people move up or just maybe quit running I don't know mm-hmm. or started their own little running clubs or whatever so but I still enjoy it you know, you know do 5k's and then half marathons and then just recently did my first full marathon which was Chicago and he did wonderful and awesome half broken but finished <laughs> <laughs> and I will do another one so but uh, I really enjoy it I enjoy the people you know everybody encourages everybody and helps everybody out True. and uh, you know it's wonderful so good I love hearing everybody's story there's going to kind of be a rhythm to the questions that I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you about a certain topic, and then I'm going to come back, loop back through, and ask you if you have any advice on that specific topic. So, what sort of advice would you offer anyone considering getting into running, regardless of age, seasonal life, or current starting conditions of their body, mind, and soul? What sort of advice would you have? So, uh, the biggest thing I think that I can offer to somebody is set realistic goals. Everybody will tell you if they are a runner or have run in the past what you should do and how you should do things. And no two runners, no two people are the same. So take advice from reputable people. Like, for example, if you're having a problem with foot, ankle, shins, whatever, go to a running store with people that know what they're talking about that can help you with fitting and how you strike and inserts and all of those things, but um, just set realistic goals to to go from, let's say, not being a runner to, I'm just going to run a half marathon. You're, you're, you have the potential, not always, but you have the potential to set yourself up for failure. So, and another thing that I'm going to add to on that is if you can't hit your goal because who knows? the weather's too hot or maybe you're going through a life event or something, don't be so hard on yourself. Running very much ebbs and flows. So even though the stars are aligned and maybe you have gotten good night's sleep and you've eaten well and you've hydrated well, 
every runner, seasoned runner or not, falls apart on runs. So if you set realistic goals and you're not overly hard on yourself when maybe it takes a little bit longer to reach that goal, it's okay. Everybody goes through it. But don't give up. Believe in yourself and seek reputable advice as needed. Good. Good advice. Charles? Sounds good. Um, I would say um, go slow, um, especially for, you know, if, if you are a new runner, um, speaking from personal experience, I had a, uh, a distorted view of the actual shape I was in when I started. I think that's pretty common. Um, you know, it, over the, for, my, like for myself, over the course of a decade, I just, you know, you have in your mind what you, um, what you think your body can do, but in reality, it takes some time to get to that. So go slow, distance-wise, pace-wise. Um, you know, just take your time. Walk, run, walk. Um, so that's go slow, and um, if possible, um, find, find a group to run with. Um, um, you know, I don't want to run with the group all the time, um, but I want to be with when I run with a group sometimes, and, and everyone can benefit from that. So whether it's a big river, a running niche, a group of friends. Um, you know, a group of moms who run it, you know, before work, wherever the case may be, find a group that you can be with at least some of the times. Just for, for the support, the camaraderie, and... Um, and the pancakes. And, and, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 exactly. Because as opposed to a lot of other sports, I think the running community is unique. It, it, except for a few exceptions... It's so accommodating and so open to everyone that it, it's, you know, I wouldn't want someone to miss out on that special part of the sport. Good. Amanda, how about you? I would say don't, you know, there's so much focus on how fast people are. Um, as a slower runner, you know, just go out there, enjoy it, do what you can do because no matter what, you're faster than the person that is sitting out on their couch doing nothing that day. That would be my biggest advice. Good. Scott? Uh, my advice is going to be pretty much a paraphrase of the only things that are worth doing in life are things that take a challenge. And I mean, running starts out is really difficult and people always say things get easier as it goes along. Uh, pardon me, but that's BS. You just get better at it. So it's this simple matter of there's uh, a martial arts friend of mine who also does a lot of running told me one day that I'm not running against the other people I see on the trail. I'm running against myself. So as long as I do that much more, I'm on the right track. So it's really just a matter of perseverance. And if you say to yourself, I'm going to run like four times a week. Even, even if you're having a bit of a bit of a tricky time motivating yourself, just say to yourself, this is a, this is a challenge, I can do this, and just try. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, make sure you celebrate every little success, even if it's small, you're like, don't do the negative self-talk, be like, oh, I only ran three quarters of a mile today. Be like, no, I ran three quarters of a mile today. Even if it's a 15 minute mile, that's still like, an accomplishment so definitely celebrate all those little positives find that you know stay that happy focus and it makes a big difference so. yeah all I like everybody saying just start slow enjoy it don't beat yourself up if you don't you know reach your goal time you know you know when you gotta you know as long as you have do that for mindset, you do for you basically you know Every little bit that you do better is a plus. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you might have not got first, second, or third in your age group, but if you were a little bit faster each time, you know, that's a PR for you. you know, celebrate that. Yeah. So. yeah. Good. Okay. Um, so some of you have kind of already touched on this, but um, how did you get involved with your running community? In particular, a lot of uh, us here involved with Big River Training Team. Was Again, was that by accident? Was it a friend, a social media post? And how important is it to be part of a group like BRTT, Big River Training Team? 
What are the benefits of physical, social, mental training? Joanna? So I have a, a bit of a unique story when it comes down to that. I was, I had been a runner for a handful of years and I had some running friends, but I was, I, I separated from my now ex-husband and I needed, I felt like I needed to meet new people and I just needed to put myself out there and just try something different. So one day I just got online and I was looking for a group. And so I found Big River Running Company here in South City. And there's three different locations. They have social runs and training team, like Robert said. So I showed up and I was I was a bit nervous because, you know, doing anything that is outside of your norm and meeting new people can be difficult and scary. But I, I tell you, like everybody has reiterated, the running community is a different community. They're very, very, very accepting and very welcoming and, and will guide you through the process. So I show up for social runs, which happen on Monday nights, and I started running. And the more that you run and you get to know people, the more information is shared on many different levels. So I found out about training team, what Robert had just said. And so training team is um, twice a year. They meet on Sundays, varied locations at a certain time, and you break up into groups. And uh, like Matt had said, when I first started with training team, I had no idea what pace group I was in. So it's a half marathon, full marathon training program, and it is free, which was even better for me because finances were so tight. So I showed up and I just, I tested the waters on this group, that group, and I was wandering upon people's heels, like Matt had said, and just, ha I had to find my group. Well, so from there, um, I ended up in a group and I got pretty close to that group, um, which Cammie was in one of, <laughs> one of the other ladies in this group. And, and the group varies from, you know, a few people to 10 to, it depends on the group. And so then I started covering, more I got to know people, I started guest pacing for somebody um, in a slightly slower group that maybe couldn't show up for that day or had a situation with just life. And then we lost, Cammie and I, in our pace group, which was 9.15, nine minute, 15 second per mile. Our pace leader was leaving and we were very sad about it, but um, as a guest pacer, yeah, we miss you, Ashley. Um, so Big River, um, one of the coordinators for training team had asked me if I would pace the 915 group. And I was a little scared at first because, again, we go back to the whole, this is new. Am I going to, am I going to be able to do it? It felt like a lot of pressure at the time. Um, but I'm so glad I did it. Again, you meet so many good people. Um, I really feel a hundred percent like Big River in and of itself changed my life. I, I met this community and so to caveat a little bit before then I had run on and off with Fleet Feet and Fleet Feet had changed locations and their social runs went from once a week to once a month. Their speed work that was once a week in the summer had completely stopped and then they started having their um their quote training team where they charge you several hundred dollars and i tell you big river does not do any of that it is all free and it's just to benefit the runners and the community it's very community based so um i feel like Big River itself has changed me because it gave me a focus and people that I could grow with and rely on. Good. Yep. Charles. Um, for myself, um, I don't remember exactly when um, or how I heard about uh, training team. Um, I know I was, to, I was to the point where with my running, um, after getting back into it, and I was looking for the next steps um, to prove myself, to go faster, be more consistent, and looking for some sort of group or people um, to get involved with um, to help with that. Um, had been familiar with Big River, um, of course, and I, I can't recall whether it was through a store from a race I was in online, but somehow came across um, training team. And um, certainly one of the selling points at that point was that it was free. Um, so uh, just, I, um, I, know it was, I know it was a spring session, um, just showed up at one of them. Um, 
figured out there was different, as mentioned, different pace groups, uh, just jumped into one. Um, and from, you know, that first time, again, mentioned before, everyone's super accommodating, um, friendly, nice, um, and just kind of found, uh, you know, at that time, you know, a home, you know, for, for running, family. yeah, for, you know, Absolutely. every, every Sunday. So it's helped, you know, it's, it's, it's helped with consistency. It's, um, it's helped with accommodability. Um, That's you, true. You, you, you know, every Sunday at seven or seven, there's going to be a run. And, you know, once you're there, once people are going to look for you the next time, mm-hmm. you know, just at rain or shine, it's there, there's still snow. There's going to be lightning during during the, the twenty two <laughs> season. We've some fun ones <laughs> for sure. Yeah, there's there's going there's going to be a run. Yeah, angry bicyclists. Yeah, and and there's other there's there's other perks when you're not a pacer. It's an opportunity because um, I filled in the. And I've paced some. Yes, but, thank but, you, Charles. But mostly, I'm, I'm just there to run, and it's an opportunity just to jump in with a with a group at a, at a particular pace. And if you want, you just turn your mind off and and just run. You don't need to worry about where you're running. You don't need to worry about what pace. That's all taken care of. For right, because the pacer does it for you. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, exactly. And thank you for so, pacing for me when so, I can't make it. I appreciate so, you. <laughs> Any time. I do too. <laughs> Any time. Because you know I'd be entirely um, lost without somebody to lead me around this city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I just can't speak highly enough for it. And it's an opportunity as well. I'll incorporate in my now that I'm a more seasoned runner and and have planned workouts and, and planned training. There's times I'll move around pace groups based on my training. I can jump in with a group that's faster for that day. I can jump in with a group that's <laughs> slower if I don't, if, 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 you know, for whatever reason, if I don't have it that day, or, or maybe I just want to run slower that day. And, sure. um, yeah. Fair enough. Good. Thank you. Uh, Amanda, how about you? Um, well, I said, like I said before, I had met Michelle from the 830s, and she encouraged me to come and check it out. It's something to do since I was... I just started dating Matt at the time when I started um, training uh, my first training team cycle, and um, Tim, Tim the tall skinny Tim, he was our pace coach. He was the Are only we ga- one. Gallagher? No. Oh, I don't know. Was his last name Bollinger? Maybe I don't know. Tall skinny Tim. Uh, Tim in the eight thirty group. No, his um, he did walk run with us, so he was our walk run coach. Was that Tim Bradley? No, it wasn't Tim Bradley. Um, <laughs> we'll just go through everybody's name here. <laughs> but, uh, is it Tiny Tim? <laughs> it was Tiny Tim. He only had one walk-run um, pacer at the time, and he was so nice because, you know, he'd get, you know, all the fast people, and anybody who was ahead had to come circle back around to the people who were following behind. So he made sure that it was very encouraging. And then um, after he stopped pacing uh, myself, and um, Sandy and Katie, we all became the walk-around pacers for a while. And I think I paced the 13-minute walk-around group for a couple of years. And then I kind of just stepped away and um, wanted to go do my own thing and started eventually training with another running store. But (laughs) shame on me. But uh, the only thing I will give props for is that it taught me how to run without having to walk. So... I'll just end it right there. But um, it, a big training, big river training team is great. I still show up every Sunday. It's great to see the faces every every week. This um, past since May, I've been doing a little bit more cycling, and slowly a few other people who have are broken have come out to cycle with me and my friend Erin and. Um, it's been really nice to, you know, encourage others as we go zip and pass, you know, make sure that everybody's doing okay. Are you okay? You need anything? Are you guys, and your Sherpas too, are you guys called uh, BRC Broken Runners Club? We're the Broken broken Runners Club. Uh, That's what I thought we called you. (laughs) Stop my Garmin. Yes, please stop the Garmin. (laughs) You know, have you take photos if Robert isn't there yet, you know. Um, so it's been nice. I <clears throat> sherpaed for Matt and Joanna for the marathon. And it was just a good time. So. Cool. 
Not yeah. only Sherpa, but showed up <laughs> and cheered us on With from point to hat. point. Yes, yes, <laughs> good times. It was a cute hat. It was. I like the photo. So I just got invited by some friends at one point who were training for a half, and I started coming there. So it was a real quick introduction, but the journey to get exactly where I am now is kind of a back and forth one because I started just doing it with them, and they were in the eleven thirty group, and that that, uh, that I, did, I did that for one week, and that was of course I started out with one of the hard ones. It was Queenie Park. <laughs> Everyone, love every, Queenie. everybody loves Queenie. I love. I actually do. I yes. know. What's wrong with you? There's something wrong with you. We know. Well, she is, a, she is a goat. Look at how she did she it. The first day. So, <laughs> so after that week, I, uh, I started bouncing around to see what groups I could find. Ended up going with the uh, 830s for a while. And as I had mentioned previously, one week they were doing only six. And I knew I needed more than six. So I went and asked around who was doing more and ended up with the 810s that week and thought, this is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it didn't, and, and and then I ended up going with them for a while, and that was a Katie Trail run, so that, that place always holds a special place for me. And then a few months later, we did a arch run, and lo and behold, that yeah, yeah that pacer wasn't there this that week, so no one was able to do it. So I thought, well, I fell in with another group once, I'll do it again. I ended up going with the 745s, and... Well, that that almost killed me, <laughs> and decided I'm going to leave them alone for a while, and so then I kind of just fell in with the eights, and but I only did it during the training season, and well, as Joanna had said, had said t- previous times in the past, running group doesn't end; it just yep. keeps going. And I saw the nine-ish group on Facebook posting one time. It's like, hey, you all are running right next to my house at Crevecore, so I want to come join and. That, and since then, it's been camaraderie and pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. Figured out how awesome we are. Now you're hooked. And yeah. There's, yeah. And there's a theme here, pancakes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, I mean, truth be told, big re- big reason I hang out with you all is because you all get my puns. <laughs> <laughs> you're very punny, Scott. Indeed, oh, I, I, I love dad jokes. I purposely prepare like, and try to have a new one each Sunday, you know. <laughs> I enjoy it Teamwork so much. It makes a dream work. It does. It does. But I very definitely remember how I joined Big River because it's another one of those I tend to sign up for things and then go oh my what did I just do and it's another like I feel like all of my running stories start at work but I had another co-worker slash neighbor say hey you want to do a half marathon and at that point I hadn't run one in a couple of years I was just a casual runner and I was like sure why not and then I was like Oh crap! Now I need to like train. <laughs> to train. I'm like right. the other time I did a half marathon. You know, it was free, and who cares? I was running under the name Kim. I'm Kim. You know, didn't matter. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a little bit more serious about this because my name is actually going to be associated. Um, so then Joanne and I have a, and I have a friend in common who was another coworker, Brian, and I knew he was doing these Sunday morning runs. So it made me feel kind of like a little bit more safe and confident. I'm like, well, I know at least one person there that's friendly that I'm like, because, you know, it's kind of intimidating, single female living in the city, going to like some event. And so um, having that one small connection got me there. And then I started running, I think, with like the 945s and uh, just started meeting more people, calling them by the wrong names. And they were still nice to me. You just kind of almost did that today. Okay. Yeah, I probably, yeah. Yeah. It's you did ask first. <laughs> my brain doesn't work yet. It's like I hadn't had my four shots of espresso yet. Um, but yeah, then I just, I don't know. I started meeting people, and I felt like I fit, and everybody's nice, and they love pancakes as much as I do. And um, yeah, it just makes you feel not alone in a big city. Um, it was a great way for me to like meet people and connect with people, which I felt like was really missing. Um, so I love it. Yeah. I think we both started off in slower groups because it was me, you, and Bob that ran a lot together. Yeah. And then with Owen, I kind of just yeah, which was is funny like, because I, uh, this is a little too slow for me. For like the first four or six months that Bob and I were friends, I was calling him Owen, and he was too nice to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> it's that name thing again with yeah. you, girl. Drink oh, your coffee. it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, but Bob and Owen, we're all still friends. See, that's how nice it is. I'm like, I was calling people by the wrong names, and they still let me show up. They're kind to me, so no. Yeah. Well, just like everybody else, I mean, I found out about Big River through my wife. Uh, she encouraged me to join. 
signed up. Started with the solar paste groups and kind of worked my way up. Everybody was real nice and supportive. Made great friendships. Every Sunday it's a pancake thing, you know. (laughs) We've got to get off the pancake thing. It takes a little while to figure out, though. (laughs) No, I meant on this poor podcast. I know. Where your group is. I know it took me a good solid training team session, which is 12 weeks, to figure out where I should be. It was, you know, two training cycles. Yeah. You know, run maybe a few weeks and you feel yourself getting stronger. You know you're going to... You're stepping on the backs of these people, so right. like, I'll move up to the next one. And if yeah. it's too fast, I can always go back. Or, yeah, you know the same. But then thing. you find, like you 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 find your people. Right. Plus, they're right. new. You know, Big River's free. Yeah. Other than the fact that if you want a personalized training plan outside of that, you know, but other help you attain your goals. You know, mm-hmm. and all the staff is very helpful, and you know, and then. Agreed. If you really want to you know, step up, you can join Big Rivers Racing Team. The racing team, and, yes. You know, and it's all paces. All, all paces. You know, Matt changed it up where it's all paces. No matter you know, how fast you are, it's just the fact that you're getting out there and help representing the Big River community. That's right. And, That's right. We're know, advertisements for them when we go run races. So, you know, there's, sometimes there's perks to that. But it's, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. And stores also like to bribe us with really good sales every few weeks. That helps, too. Yeah, yeah. That helps, too. Or when they have their sidewalk sale yeah, that's <laughs> at nice. the end of the year. Nice. Yeah. That's where I need to live closer. <laughs> okay. You come visit me. So, similar to the first question, what sort of advice would you offer to anyone to consider joining a running club or running team? What should they look for and what should they avoid? Matt, since you're always going last, and you're saying, <laughs> I don't want to let you go first on this one. What's the advantage of joining a running club? Want us to come back to you at the very end? Start out with Joanna? <laughs> doesn't matter. Well, I'd say advantage of joining a, like a, a run club is it's it's the people. I mean, you know, you know, you get to talk, you know, you talk about life, you talk about, you know, people's, you know, employment and stuff, you know. Sometimes it's an opportunity if you're looking for a job. Somebody might, hey, hey, we have an opening. It sounds like you might be a fit, or you know, or hey, you know, we're all going to go out and have a beer on Wednesday night. Come on out. You know, it's a good way to make some other friendships, and I mean, and it's great support. Even if you're not say racing that that race that Saturday or Sunday, but you might have your the people in your group might say, well, we'll come out and cheer you on, or, you know, most of the time somebody's going to come just to see how you do, you know, you know, and that's, that's awesome. And, um, you know, same with the racing team thing, you know, it's a, you know, you're getting out and you're, um, every, you know, I would say advertise, but you're, you're support, representing, you're representing, you know, your team, you know, your club against all, you know, the other clubs here in town. It's, it's fun. Yeah. And, you know. It gives you a sense of pride. You know, and it's like if you're both, you know, if, if half of you are racing the same race, and it's kind of like you push each other, you're like, come on, I know you got it in your tank, or I'm going to drag you across the finish line, or whatever, you know. You know, it's fun. It's fun. It's good. Yeah. Cammie? Well, I have two words of advice. One, just do it. Even if it's, like, if it's worth doing, it's, if it's scary, it's worth doing. Just try it go to a group and then my second piece of advice is assess how you feel when you're done don't stick with a group that makes you feel bad about yourself when you're done or anything like that don't be around a bunch of negative people find a group that's just like matt was that they're supportive and they help encourage you and so your run wasn't perfect or you stumbled or you went a little slower the right group is gonna be like hey that's fine we we all have those days so again just how do you feel after you finish around with that group, like this group, like I can't live without them anymore. I'm, I'm addicted. Like I need my little running family hit. Um, so and Joanna and I have one brain and that really helps because we totally get each other. So yeah, that's my advice. Try it and then just see how you feel. Awesome. Yeah. So this is a piece of advice that my martial arts instructor gave me one day and it goes something like a horse will only go so fast 
but if it has someone on top pushing them to go, to go, they will run even faster. And the same is true with anybody who does running. Not that speed is a goal, but if you run by yourself, you, you can only go so far. You get with others, they're going to encourage you. Because, I mean, there's there are certain goals that I don't think I ever would have been able to accomplish if I hadn't been doing it with other people. And as for what to be on the lookout for, for like, uh, things to avoid, just anybody, anybody that's just kind of, like in any kind of life, just being a jerk, just look for people you get along with that are kind of going to push you to do better. It's, it's all about... Finding good folk. Good. Commander. Pretty much the same thing everybody else said. Just, you know, find a group that's going to work for your personality. Don't let people negative talk you or be negative with about what you're doing. Um, there's so many good groups out here, even within Big River Training, you know, that can give you that encouragement if made that other group didn't work so well for you. Good. Charles? Yeah, similar. Um, definitely would look for um, for a group or, or a training team that um, is espouses positivity. Um, so when you're done, you may not feel great physically after you run, but after, after each run, you feel good mentally. Um, being part of that group or part, part of this group. Um, that's accommodating of all levels and abilities um because even even whatever pace you may run at um i'd say especially if you're a faster runner like it's good to be around people of those who don't run as as fast as you may um because sometimes at least i feel as you get faster kind of lose sight sometimes of your reason why and the joy of at the joy of uh, running or why you started running in, in the first place. And, and if you have the opportunity to be a wider range of people, just helps you reconnect to that at, at times. Um, to not, um, maybe not be quite so focused on, on, on any, any particular person's ability, but more just on their their love of running and love being with the world. And, and yeah, find, find some place where you want, you know, where you look forward to those group runs. Yeah, even um, if you're not looking forward to the miles, you're yeah. looking forward to the people. Yeah. people. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, crap, 12 miles. <laughs> yeah. It's 12 miles with my people. With my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would also say, look look for one that doesn't, that doesn't cost anything, which kind of gives you a clue as to the purpose behind that group, or in this case, Big Rivers reasoning for having the difference. It's, it's not to make money. It's not it's not profit driven. It's community. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so um just to, to put this out there in the beginning, there are no shortage of groups out there. And all you have to do if you are interested in group running is just Google what's out there. Um, I can tell you that every day of the week, you can find a group out there that meets at various places, various times, and you just have to look for them and, and join them. Now, there's groups out there that I have jumped in on. Some of them would like you to pay a fee to join their group. I say, don't do that. You really shouldn't have to pay any kind of fee for running on public roads and such. Um, I've also jumped on into groups here and there that are very clicky and are not very accepting and it's not that they're that they're mean or anything they're just um not uh, uh they're just indifferent to you being there and so I, I would have been running and it's like i'm not even there and so those groups i tend to shy away from because that is not the reason for me running in a group i am a like Charles said earlier, I'm a social runner, just maybe one or two days a week. There's only two things on Sundays and Mondays that I do, and they both happen to involve Big River. Other than that, I'm okay, and I enjoy running by myself. 
but not everybody has that. But so stay away from, I would, any anything that costs um, and, and just try to get into a group that includes you. Also, if you decide that you want to start road running and you start kind of, with all the advice we've given, start slow. And if you don't enjoy it as much, there is also trail running out there. And there's a whole huge community out there of trail runners. So some people like trails and woods better than road. And it just depends on what your preference is. And some people incorporate both because trail running will make your road running and racing better. It'll make it faster. It uses different uh, muscles and it, it's it's different um, cardiovascularly. It's different terrain. So I would just literally explore what your options are and do what is good for you. And realize also that this journey is going to be ever-changing. And as you start the process, Things are going to hurt because ligaments and tendons and muscles have to get used to the strain of it. Um, things will get a little bit, a lot easier. But then throughout the years, anybody that's been running for a decade or more, things happen and you injure this, you injure that, you strain this and strain that. So then you might have to switch things up and do trails for the less uh, shock of concrete so just go with what your body is doing and your mind is doing and just be open to change and you'll be very happy with the result Good. one more thing i'd like to add to that sure uh so when uh, yeah, you need to pay attention to how a group works together because once you get in like a big group everyone subdivides their own pace groups but how the how the group as a whole gets along really sums that up and i think one thing that kind of summarizes big river is Anytime we're doing organized run and the different groups come across each other, we have a customary greeting to each other. We look, we wave, and we say, good job. Always. I, I think that kind of sums up the mentality here. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, I like about um, Big River Training Team is uh, whether, it probably wouldn't even intentional, but I noticed that like where I work, where I train, where I go to church, the majority of the people... They, they look and they act a lot like me. Big River Training Team is probably the most diverse group of people that I come in contact with on a weekly basis. And I feel that um, we're in a culture that oftentimes tries to separate us and divide us based on those differences. And here's the exact opposite. It's, it's we, we focus on what it is that unites us and joins us. We don't focus on the differences, basically. I absolutely love that. Because I think that's the way we should operate just as a society. Okay, so to be respectful of your all's time and um, the, our sponsor's time, this will probably be our last question. Okay. Um, I just have to say, I'm so glad you said that, Robert, because that echoes exactly how I feel. Like, it's one of the things I love about yeah. Yeah. Big River. and Amen. It's the way right, things should be in the Big River. Oh, I agree. Only society can be that way. <laughs> one day. Yep, yep. Um, so for a little bit lighter question, what's your favorite race okay. and why? Is it local, out of state? Was the venue good? Was the swag good? And what's your least favorite race and why? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to start with my least favorite. And, and it, it isn't necessarily, I'm going to say it's situational. You'll understand why in a minute. So I ran in the beginning of this year, the, the go marathon. And so you have to remember we're coming, we're coming off of COVID and there's no races and, and things are, are trying to be formed so we can get on out there. And so the, the race started in an obscure location, ran on a levee, came back and ran all most of it down the Mississippi, right next to the Mississippi. It was the smelliest race I've ever done. The conditions were rough because of the wind, but that had nothing to do with the course. But because of of the smell, it, it was probably, it was my least favorite race. Um, okay, favorite races. Now, I, like Scott had said, I really like to do mud runs and runs that <laughs> challenge me because it's not just the running. It's, I, I go to the gym and I lift a lot and I, I try to be just a strong person. And side note, if you, as a runner, strength training is, is important as well because it does protect all of the structure in your body from all of the constant pounding that we do. So the Tough Mudder was probably my favorite thing that I had done that challenged me. It was a half marathon. This one was actually about 12 miles with about 26 military grade obstacles and it was fun, just fun. 
Um, my favorite marathon is Chicago. This is what Matt and I just did. And this was the second time that I'd done it only because of the crowd participation. So there's 40,000 runners. There's like a million and a half spectators and the crowd support. It was a little less this year because of COVID, but uh, the crowd support is so phenomenal that it, it literally helps to push you through the 26.2 miles that you're running. Um, the community is fantastic. The neighborhoods are fantastic. And it's, it's, just a good overall run. There's not very many bad runs that I've had, but I tell you that that go was was a rough one because of a couple of factors. And then it had you running through this industrial area and it was slim. Anybody that's run marathons before, the half and the full marathon start together. And then once you hit that split where the halves go off and the fulls, you have like maybe yeah. one marathoner for every 10 to 12 half marathoners. So it was like crickets. It's like a ghost town. And I'm running through this through downtown by myself in an industrial area. And I'm thinking, okay, so this is a good place for me to get snatched. This, this, this is it. Clearly nothing happened, but it just was thumbs down for that race. I don't think I'll ever do that one again. Charles? Um, I can't say I've ever had any how do I phrase this right? Well, never, never mind. Let me, let me let me put it this way. Um, yes, last year's go half the, the the course selection was 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 not the best, but the experience I had a good experience doing. Um, but the worst race experience I've had was the Innsbruck Half Marathon. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I by no means am I so. Yeah, it's, it it's, a, it's a beautiful location. Right. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. course. For those listening, it was an 1,800-foot elevation gain throughout this race, which right. was yes. difficult. Right. I, I, as many others, came in woefully underprepared right. for, for, the ele- for the elevation. Me too. We're all raising our for, hands. For the elevation gain. So so from a personal Standpoint that was that was my worst race experience. Maybe I should say the most challenging race experience. There you it, go. It certainly was. That was now, the most I'm gonna, challenging. I'm gonna caveat that yeah. this year's Innsbruck, Taylor and I volunteered at, at the finish line for it, and to see that perspective this year, um, there were certainly those who who also like all of us here last year were not prepared for elevation game, but the vast majority finished with the most positive experience. Yeah. Even those who are extremely challenged, just they appreciate the challenge, they appreciate how beautiful it was, which as a, as a side note, I recommend to everyone, if you have it already, whether you volunteer or, or just cheer at the end, be at the end of races, especially longer races, half marathons and marathons. If you want to be inspired, be there for the, the last person to come in one of those races. Much more inspiring, inspiring than those who finish first. Yep. And they're giving more of an effort. Now, the person that runs a five-hour, 59-minute marathon is giving more of an effort than the person that wanted a two, you know, whatever, 215, 220. Um, it, it can be eye-opening. Okay. Um, my favorite races... Um, are two neighborhood races, the Mecklen Mile and one, the one for the Hills 5K in uh, basically around Francis Park in St. Louis Hills. Wow. It's, it's um, the Mecklen Mile can be, it, it, it's a race of the mile, uh, mostly downhill, it's hard. Um, but just, it, it, their neighborhood, it, their community races. Yeah. And um, you, you can't beat that. I had forgotten about that, that's a good point. Yeah. The Mecklen Mile is super, super fun. You wouldn't think it'd be as hard as it is for a mile, but man. <laughs> what a mile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, for me, mine is the St. Peter's, uh, it was the St. Peter's Dash in Kirkwood. Um, it was the year that we, ch- I had trained um, with another running store uh, to run Indy, and it was my fastest 5K ever, so it was exciting for me. It always be a good memory. At the same time, we also about a year or so before that did one up in Minneapolis for um, the glioblastoma brain brain uh, tumor society that was more memorable because we had just lost my dad the year before to brain cancer worst race though was the same year that I ran my fastest 5k any monumental three be three races ago or three years ago now since they just ran it terrible it was 24 degrees in the morning 
It was super windy. I had had two back spasms going into the race, like a couple weeks before. And I hit about mile 11 or 12, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. And I called Matt and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to walk it in. I was crying. I'm like, I'm done. Then I had to lay the law down. Oh, man. Stop, whatever you do. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Because she'll get cold muscles and then she'll really hate herself. Scott. All right. Well, I'm going to start out with the most challenging one. And that was the uh, Go St. Louis Marathon back in 2016. And I didn't quite train as well as I should have for this. And I was doing okay for the first half. It was the second half of it that went bad. From mile 13 to 15, I got kind of sick. But then I recovered and I was okay until mile 21. And then I broke the big toe on my right foot. And then it started to rain. And I ended up pulling it just the five-hour mark. And I could not... Even standing up was difficult for two weeks straight. But um, then, as for my favorite race, I'm going to uh, take a page out of what Charles and Joanna said. It it is the Mackland Mile. Simply because it is... It is a lot of fun. It's short, but you put everything you have into it, and you are just as exhausted as even some of the really long races are because you're just doing everything. And I just want to add one other little note for a really memorable experience at the start of a race. This was at the first Tough Mudder I ever did. We're standing there waiting at the finish line, and suddenly I hear someone yell, All right, everyone take a knee. So I look around. And so as I go, fine, we'll, I'll do that. And then I see three people standing there. There is, is a man, a woman, and I notice the woman is wearing a veil. And I'm saying, what's going on? There was a couple that got married at the starting line of the race. Wow. And that was pretty cool to see. Okay, well, I've been racking my brain, and I don't race as often as most of the people in this group. I just run to run. Like, I don't have a fancy watch. Most of the time, I don't know how far I've gone or how fast I've gone unless somebody tells me. Um, yes, I'm her pacer. Yeah, her she, she's eyes. completely my... So, <laughs> I've had some, like, negative things on runs, but I can't think of any truly bad run. Um, I mean, I got, I've been hailed on. I've, you know, things like that. Um and unlike everybody else, I loved Innsbruck. It was hard. It was challenging. But it was like, man, you knew you did something in the end. But I think um, it's a lot easier for me to focus on my favorite races. And unfortunately, one of my favorite ones I don't think they have anymore. And I'm actually wearing the shirt for this one now. And it's not because of the course. It was because of the purpose. It's called. It was called Sweat for Pets. And it was raising money to help fund low-cost spaying and neutering. And I just loved that. Um and it was just in Tower Grove Park. You ran two loops around. It wasn't anything fancy, but it was just like something that I really enjoyed supporting. So I'm kind of sad that I haven't seen that race. And another favorite one was actually the Twilight Run at Ferguson. One, because oh, Ferguson has been in the news and there's so many negatives and things like that. But man, that's some of the best crowd support and some of the sweetest. Like you're running through neighborhoods and people are like, they've brought their like dining room furniture out on the lawn and they're sitting out there and like eating dinner and cheering you on as you go by. And they were just, it was, I'm like, man, this place gets so much of a bad rap in the news. But I'm like, but these, it's wonderful. It's home. It's, you know, they're welcoming. So, so that's my Kami Racing perspective. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like, a few of us here at this table, I'd say Innsbruck was probably my least favorite. I mean, yes, it was beautiful. But tough. Tough. I'd say I have a couple favorite races. One was would be the Cowbell Half was my first half marathon that I haven't trained for. My second favorite would be Chicago, even though I was kind of broken. The crowd experience. I finished. And I ran it for... My dad, because he's uh, battling all-timers, so I ran on the all-timers team. So, so that holds something for me. So, yeah. so, but, and then Michael Mile, of course. It's funny because when I first started thinking about the Macklin Mile, when I'd moved to the area here um, in South City, I thought, 
not to sound bad when I say this, but oh my gosh, it's a mile. I'm not even going to waste my time with a mile. The very first, really, the very first year that I moved in here, being involved with Big River, I was one of the course marshals with my daughter. She needed some volunteer hours, so we set up, you know, one of the roadblocks, and we were standing there kind of manning for cars to go through, and the energy was unbelievable. I, for this dink little mile race in the city, I thought, wow, I have to be a part of this, and so ever since, I've run that, and like all you guys said, I didn't even think about that. That is probably one of my favorites as well, just because of afterwards, you know, the streets closed off, and then you have tents, and there's music, and there's, you know, there's, I know it's... Uh, runners drink beer at 8 o'clock in the morning when the race ends, just so you know. We get the lactic acid out of our I muscles. Mean, hello. It's justified. We are carb replenishing? Hello? I mean, I had the ice cream. I don't know what you all are doing. I know, right? So, but it's just fun. And they have a, oh my gosh, they have a dog mile just to sit there and watch all the puppies. Oh my gosh, it's just so fun. There's so many good things. Be a runner. I liked about sweat for pets as you brought your dog. What one? St. Patrick's Day run downtown. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun one too. Everybody dresses up. That was just hilarious. Because you have people carrying kegs while you're running. You're like in costumes. Yeah, I'm like they're running with us, and then like you have people along the course like trying to hand you beer, and I'm like, I I saw a guy like talking on his cell phone at one of these. Like he's running while I know, and then you see people that are like in full costume, and you're like, and they're really fast and you're like oh i better get it in gear because i'm just yes i'm just wearing shorts and a tank well to be respectful we got people who are starting to stream in for lunch here at the restaurant so we're going to go ahead and close things up one thing i wanted to do is say thank you very much to each and every one of you for volunteering to do this podcast with me i appreciate it to everybody out in podville thank you for listening i appreciate each and every one of you to a very special friend of mine i love you dearly Everyone else, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Real Friends. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.